Everyone has a story. Everyone starts somewhere. Let's go back to the beginning. Each week, we'll chat with local professionals and hear about the goals and plans they had in high school and then connect the dots to the present day. This is personal. This is all about connections. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to the first episode of season three of College and Career Corner. I am your host, Andra Anderson, the senior coordinator for MBRT's Next Generation Scholars. So I am so delighted to be back for season three. I want to take a moment and just thank you for for listening to the show. Thank our former guests and also kind of share a little bit of a lineup for our, our season coming up. So we are filling up. We still have some some spots for the fall, but have a really great lineup of, of guests, including our guest today, who I'll introduce in just a moment. But we will be having somebody come in from Kent County High School Administration. Our new assistant principal will have a representative from Towson University, somebody from Shore Rivers, Kent Affordable Housing or Kent Attainable Housing, talking about affordable housing, and also um, from Main Street, Chestertown. So those are just a few of our upcoming guests on the show, and I cannot wait to dive into all of the questions with them and talk about their professional journeys and share whatever connections we can with Kent County High School and the community. So without further ado, so excited for our first guest of season three and a returning guest to the College and Career Corner show, we have Mrs. Taylor Hudson. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It feels so great to be back here on so many levels. For sure. We were just talking about this. So funny enough, I feel like I have to mention this. Every teacher I've had on this show <laughs> ends up embarking on a new journey. I don't know. Maybe it's the connections. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> what it is but I love it I'm here for it and I'm you're just you look so great it's so great to have you back here in this capacity and I can't wait to work with you on this level yes thank yeah. you so much thank you for having me and and for making so many of these great connections absolutely it's all about connections I got to put that in there so Taylor is the organizational development specialist within the human resources department at Dixon Services Group? The Dixon Group. The Dixon yes. Group. The Dixon Group. Awesome. So, wow, what a title. We'll unpack <laughs> that in a moment. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe not. Let's start right there. Let's start for right now. What are you up to? Sure. Yeah. So, Organizational Development Specialist is one of those titles I, I say, and people are always like, oh, what is that? Exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, so, I, I kind of have a little education corner of human resources. Um, and my primary role as the organizational development specialist involves administering our learning management system. So that is our online platform for learning and training. And so it is making content, um, excuse me, content to go out on that website, distributing the assignments, putting together content for other folks or assigning content others have created, following up on those assignments. Mm -hmm. So as you can see, it's, um, <laughs> it's not too different than, well, who am I kidding? It's a lot different, <laughs> but it has some similar components to my, my old classroom role here at KCHS. Yes. Yeah, so for those of you um, listening who don't, for some reason, don't know Taylor Hudson, I mean, I feel like everybody, you're like, you walked in here and it was like celebrity sighting. We were just, everybody we ran into was like, oh, Miss Hudson. <laughs> it was awesome. So I love, that was such good energy. But um, so was the uh, teacher at Kent County High School English department also taught dance. Yeah, that was so exciting. I got to visit the dance class. That was awesome. But let's let's connect the dots. So 
you know, why the change? How's it going so far? And you were already kind of mentioning how it's similar, but Mm -hmm. different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those roles that feels familiar in some ways, but again, is is very different. So again, in my new role, I'm creating educational materials. I'm developing um, some different curricula. I'm assessing student learning and completion, following up. Wait, this sounds the same. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So the primary difference or change is audience. Right. Instead of catering to to young adults, I am catering to adult um, learners. Mm -hmm. So there are some some different pieces that go hand in hand with adult education. Um, There also isn't really a classroom management aspect or traditional grading, which has to be the biggest change for me and kind of answers also part of your question of Mm -hmm. why I was perhaps looking for a change. Yeah. Um, while I absolutely adored my time as, you know, an educator in the public school system, those two pieces, particularly the grading, just took so much of my time at home. Sure. And I was really um, looking for a little more balance. Mm-hmm. I have a, a young son at, son at home, and <clears throat> as he's been growing up, that's just become more and more of a priority. So Absolutely. I was able to find that balance a little bit. Yeah. And how great that there's this international company located in Kent County that, yes. you know, was, hey, they, they prioritize education. They prioritize, prioritize writing, communication skills, things that you're, you know, excellent at. So it's great that you were able to make that connection. Thank you. Yeah. And I just, <laughs> we spoke about this a little bit before the show started. I had no idea all that the Dixon Group does um, and how wide their expanse is, you know, when I came into this role, it's really been eye-opening about all that they do and all that they offer to our community. I think it's pretty impressive. Absolutely. We, you know, we love doing work with with Dixon and uh, we were talking about, um, this kind of goes into like, how can we how can we connect to the King County community? We'll, we'll dive into some of the connections we're able to make with, <laughs> with uh, Mrs. Hudson in this new role. So very exciting. But <laughs> let's kind of, I mean, I know you're still transitioning into the job, right? It's still new, which is kind of exciting. Every yes. day is something new. But what? How, how are you spending your time day to day? Like, what are your priorities right now? Sure. So um, as you mentioned, this is a new role for me. I've been there in this role for um, seven weeks now. So it's pretty fresh. Yes. Um, So I'm still spending some of my time, you know, learning about our learning management system, figuring out all the ins and outs of that. For me, um, this is going to sound boring. I'll be honest. I'm excited. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) But I've had a great time going in that system and kind of cleaning it up and organizing things and setting best practices if anyone interacted with me as a teacher, I think, you know, like I, I very much like things in their place. <laughs> We're laughing um, in the studio right now. I love it. <laughs> and so that has been like very gratifying work. And mm-hmm. it's involved um, analyzing some data and writing some standard operating procedures. So, um, you know, things that are still kind of English and education related. So Absolutely. those skills have been really transferable. Um, aside from that sort of system cleanup, I'm spending a lot of my time creating content. Um, So with adult learning and for a lot of our training, it's short micro pieces. So five, 10 minute pieces. And a lot of it is delivered through video. So I've spent a lot of time also learning new platforms like Articulate and Powtoon and working with Beyond. So just all of these technologies that are a little a little new to me, but to produce interactive, exciting um, courses for our, our employees. That's awesome. So it's, I mean, it sounds like the, the skills are transferable and there's some new learning, which I think is, is always exciting. I mean, that's something that, you know, as we're talking with um, high school students, you want to continue to learn. You know, you don't ever want to be done. And 
yeah, you want to keep growing. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love to learn. That's one yeah. of my favorite things. So it, um, you know, my careers in education have been a natural fit. I just love to learn and, and to help people learn. Absolutely. Well, let's let's dive into the careers in education. So one of the things that we love to do on this show is go back to the beginning, as one of my idols, Hillary Duff, says in a, <laughs> a song that I love. I did recognize <laughs> you it. You recognized it. I'm so glad. So in high school... Let's go back to, which was also here. Yeah. <laughs> class what, of 2010. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> represent class of 2010. So what was what was Taylor thinking in 11th or 12th grade? Sure. So for um, a long time in high school, I thought I wanted to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. But during my senior year, I had a wonderful teacher. Um, and again, right here, Kent County High, I ended up teaching in her same room, that even nice right upstairs. That story gives me chills. I love that. <laughs> I, I love it so much. Um, it was Jillian Spiro, and I will never, ever stop giving her enough shout outs for inspiring me to make me want to be a teacher. She made me see how wonderful and beautiful the English language is. And even more importantly, she made me see how writing can empower someone and mm-hmm. how writing skills can make you feel valuable. Um and so in my senior year, I was inspired by her to become a teacher. And I feel very, very lucky that that dream was fulfilled and that I got to do that for six great years of yeah. my life. Yeah, that's awesome. So went to college and studied? Uh, English first. Mm-hmm. I got my bachelor's in English and then I returned to get my master's in, in secondary education. Yeah, that's awesome. That's and Salisbury University. Go hey. Gulls. <laughs> <laughs> Go Gulls. I love it. So really you kind of figured out in your senior year of high school how important writing could be and how, um, you know, it, it could put you into different different positions. I mean, you were thinking about it for education, but education is so wide, as you're noticing now, as you're seeing now. It's not just education is teaching in a school. It could be education for adult learners. and Absolutely. And actually, prior to the roles that we've already discussed in public education and my current role with the Dixon Group, I actually worked um, in the nonprofit world mm-hmm. as an assistant education curator wow, for a yes. museum. So education has such a vast, vast reach and, you know, multiple responsibilities and roles that can come along with it. It's it's often kind of put in this little box of being a formal educator, mm-hmm. but it, it's so much wider than that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've spent my whole career in education and I've, I've not led a classroom. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I do classroom lessons, but yeah, I mean, you really can. There's so many different components. And um, I think the biggest thing of what we do is connections, making connections for students, helping them. Like you had that realization in high school with your English teacher and realizing, okay, well, I see what she's doing. I like what she's doing. I want to do this too. So what we want to do is help make those connections. So the thing that I'm most excited about is what <laughs> connections we might be able to make with our students now that you are in this new role. And we kind of talked a little bit about that today. Yes. And I also want to add that that is part of my job is to work with the local school systems and was part of why I felt it would be a good fit for me that I would continue to at least get a little bit of, you know, hands-on time with students and be able to help them. So um, in my position with the Dixon Group, I can help facilitate a couple of different opportunities. Um, One of those is, excuse me, our internships. Mm -hmm. We have several different areas that we accept interns for both high school and college. Um, Places like, obviously, manufacturing is probably the first to come to mind, but also accounting, IT, welding, construction. Um, 
honestly, pretty much anywhere, our organization is great about embracing opportunities. Mm -hmm. So if you think you might want to work (laughs) with us, usually we can try and figure something out. Um, But those are all places where we have had internships before. Oh, and customer service. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, And along those lines, we also offer part-time employment to Mm -hmm. students um, with assembly and with customer service. So that's another possible connection. And something I'm really exciting, excited about are scholarships. Yes, we're excited about those too. <laughs> yes, yeah. the Dixon Group offers a $2,000 scholarship to one student from Kent County High School that is pursuing business, education, or engineering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a pretty special thing for me to be a part of is kind of on the other side. You know, I'll be um, helping students with their applications and making sure the pieces are all complete to go to the review committee. That's so so exciting. Yes, I'm already excited for April. That's when the deadline is, everybody. (laughs) Put it on your calendars. (laughs) Deadlines for scholarships are real. We'll put that out there now. Deadlines for financial aid are real. (laughs) As as students have found out, the hard way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, now we know, we know in advance already April. So that's so exciting. There's so many ways to be connected with, with Dixon. Absolutely. Yeah. For students and community members. And I'm particularly excited. So one of the flagship programs that we do with MBRT is our career tours of Kent County. So um, we're, we're putting together something with Dixon. And, yeah. and so that's kind of our, our 10th graders first introduction to the programming that we do and helping them realize what's available in the county. Mm-hmm. So I know from it in the past, we've actually had students leave career tours with job like applications. And some of them have gotten jobs at the places that we have visited or they just, it just opens their eyes to pot- potential opportunities now or later. You know, um, a lot of the people that they met said, go get this degree, come back and we'll have a job, you mm-hmm. know, we'll, we'll work with you. So it's really great to to see them see that those things, um, and I know we we love having members of uh, the Dixon staff help with our mock interviews for yeah. juniors, giving a little practice so that they can be prepared when it comes time for scholarship interviews, admission interviews, job interviews, so that they can talk with somebody that maybe they're not like as familiar with. Maybe they kind of know, but it's not like somebody that they see every day, so mm-hmm. they can help them. You know, here's what I recommend you have on your resume. Here's what I recommend you talk about. Here are some word choices to use. But I know that's probably a favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so we love we love that kind of programming and connecting students to local professionals that way. Yes. So. Yeah. We actually just had a student from here um, come in for an interview last week. Oh, wow. And then as I did my rotations, I saw a couple of students working at our different locations. And so it was that's really awesome. cool to see, you know, how intertwined these kind of two worlds can be. Absolutely. And just from your list of what internships are available. There's so much. There's so many departments. There's so many different kinds of jobs. So that's really exciting. Absolutely. And again, something I don't think people necessarily think about right off the bat, you know, the Dixon Group is primarily, you know, Dixon Valve and Coupling, the manufacturing company is sort of the core. Um, But there's also all of the support that goes into that, like human resources, like IT, like accounting. So there's a lot of possibility and a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Since working for the Dixon Group, what's something that you've, you know, encountered or learned that you were like, really, that happens? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this might seem like a little bit of an odd fit, um, but you know, a lot of the the trainings I create involve compliance from some standpoint. And so like the first week I was there, um, 
I got approached to make a training for the Spotted Lanternfly. That pesky little. <laughs> yes. Um, to educate our drivers and um, some folks working in distribution with packaging. And just, again, something I never would have thought was really relevant to that world. Like, right. why do you need to know? Yeah. But they do, and it's important. For sure. Um, so, again, the reach and expanse um, is just a lot wider than I, I realized. And it's been eye-opening um, to get to to speak with people in Mexico, like to set up meetings with Australia. Right. Um, that's it's what is the time difference with Australia? Do you know where oh are gosh. they? I don't know. I actually have not set up that meeting oh gosh. yet. <laughs> but it's it's been on it's been on, on the, the radar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's something to think about too. It's so neat to have an international company based here. Yes. Yeah. I, Again, little old Chestertown. I know. <laughs> Who would have thought? I love that. I love that. So we'll go. Well, we look forward to all those connections and helping students, you know, take hold of those opportunities and, you know, make good networking, op- you know, just have good networking, just be able to talk to other other people and get their perspective. So Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So what, I mean, this is something to, one of the things that I like to talk with students about, and I think more so like our generation, you know, a couple of generations ago, this was not necessarily the thing. People change jobs frequently now, and especially in the last couple of years. And now I think the average is like three years in a job. So my my thing when I'm meeting with students or talking with students is, okay, you know, you might want to have XYZ job. You might want to be a teacher, but let's talk about what might happen if that no longer serves you or, you know, what other skills could you possibly build that would be transferable to another type of industry? So we don't want to prepare for just the next job. We want to prepare you for any job, mm-hmm. which is daunting to think about because that's like <laughs> your whole life, right? People people are working well past retirement age now. Mm-hmm. You know, people are working multiple industries, multiple careers. So I would love to get this, especially since it's so fresh. What advice do you have for somebody who might be looking to make a career change? Absolutely. I would say my biggest advice would be to be transparent with your potential future employers. Mm. Talk about, you know, what worked for you or served you well in your last role and what did not work for you in your previous position. Um, You know, discuss your priorities and your identity as a person. I found that when I came to the table very honestly and spoke about my priorities, you know, as as a mom and an educator, I was able to express um, what I needed and find a company that could match that and yeah. that even was willing to make some adjustments you know, awesome. to be to be kind of what I needed. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you're not candid, you're just you're not going to get what you need. You know, you have to use your voice. You have to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end, if your employer can't change things or can't find a way to make that fit, you know, maybe that is not the place for you and that's fine. You keep looking. Right. But you've, you've got to speak your mind. Yeah. I love that being a good advocate. We're trying to teach that to seniors right now. <laughs> be a good advocate for yourself, especially in this process where you might be applying to college or applying to jobs. You know, you want to look for something that's a good fit for you. You, you know, you want to, especially in that first job, right? You want to establish your foundation and you know there might be some give and take there might be more give and take in the very first job versus your your second or third career where you have a little bit of you're established and you you know this is a project that I've worked on and here are the outcomes of that you might have a little more at that point but for that very first job even being able to advocate for yourself in that first job I think is important Um, I know especially and I hear this from students all the time especially with the last couple of years Students are working a lot longer hours than I remember working when I was in mm-hmm. high school. Uh, yeah, you're over to not yes. <laughs> Just, I mean, the expectation for 
frontline workers, for first, you know, part-time workers, for people that have first jobs, that there's such a bigger, you know, expectation now. So I'm even now, if it's not related to their next career, just trying to help students become a good advocate for themselves. That's tough. It's a life skill. It and, really is. And it, you're right, though. It can be tough. It's hard to, you know, to say what you need. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a learned skill. But I think this generation is way better at it. Oh, my it gosh. Than yes. Was. We were just like, yes, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> and that is all. <laughs> that is all. I'm done. Thank you. I will accept that, even though I don't want to do it. <laughs> it is. It's and empowering it's, when you do it, though. It yeah. is. And it's it's something funny to figure out how to do it. You know, yeah. Um, how, however old I am, I know <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> For yeah, it's it's constantly you know growing those sets of skills. But if you don't ask, what's the answer? Absolutely, it's going to be no. It's going to be no. <laughs> exactly. So you got to put it out there. And I think we we even in like the scholarship process talk with students about that. You know, if you meet seventy five percent of what they're asking for, go for it. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be a hundred percent, probably. Even like for a job, we're looking at job descriptions. You're probably not going to meet a hundred percent of what they're asking. You meet seventy percent, apply. You don't know who else is applying. Absolutely. And something I love about Dixon is kind of our little unofficial slogan is that um, we hire for attitude and we'll train for your aptitude. I love that. Uh, I love that. soft skills are so important. And so again, you might not know how to do that one bullet point that they're asking for, but if you come in with a positive attitude, you're respectful. Again, you can advocate for yourself, you know, in a well, well well-mannered, articulate Mm -hmm. way. You're already, you know, looking pretty good, I think. Absolutely. (laughs) In a lot of books. I love that. That's something every time that somebody comes from Dixon to do a class presentation or meet with students, they say that. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, I love that. Yes. Character <laughs> is, is very important to the Dixon group. It and, really is. And I love that. Yeah. All of the essential skills, when we do our skills um, lesson with our, our juniors, they're all around character. And like, do you show up on time? You know, <laughs> students are always surprised to find out that their employer can ask for their transcript to see how many days of school you missed. Mm-hmm. Why would they want to know that, right? They want to know if you're going to show up for your job. Yes. Are you responsible? Yes. <laughs> those six pillars are yeah. they stick with you, friends. It's not really just do. those elementary or middle school lessons. Yeah, yeah. It's a lifetime thing. So awesome. What about advice for your former students? Is that oh, weird? Former no. students. Oh. Will, listen, we say former students, but once you've had a teacher and they've made an impact in your life like Mrs. Hudson has made, and I know because students sit in my room and talk about you still, so in a good way. Um, <laughs> and also like, how's she doing? Like, I want to ask her for a letter of recommendation. I want to reach out. All always. of these things. My but, answer will always be yes. <laughs> <laughs> so even though we call them former students, like I feel like it, they're always a student, always able to learn. But what advice do you have for for students, especially those in their senior year, looking for this next phase of their lives, looking to, you know, move to whatever it might be, college, career, trade, whatever it is. What what do you want them to know? What What's one thing you want them to remember? Uh, first of all, I want them all to remember how much I love them. Oh, I, they will not forget that. <laughs> um, but in, in terms of more like life advice, I just want to remind them that change is hard and yeah. change is inevitable, especially those seniors. You know, they're on the precipice of this major life change. Mm-hmm. And anytime something changes, it can throw you for a loop. Um, and unfortunately, you know, graduation or the new job or whatever it is, that one change is not going to be the last time it happens. Right. And so while it can be daunting, I think that change really is where they grow. Um and it, most of the time, change seems to work out for the better, um, yeah. even when it's hard to see at the time. So I'm just encouraging them, them to remember that. And along the same vein, you know, it's never too late to change. The part 
to me, part of the beauty of life is the ability to reinvent yourself. We ready for some literary references I'm here, guys? down. Let's go. <laughs> we are not meant to be static characters. You yes. need to bring that main character energy. Main character we- <laughs> energy. I love that. We are dynamic. So talking about, obviously, like a career change might seem first on the priority list, since that's kind of what I'm here talking about today as your speaker. But it goes for any change, moving towns, trying a new sport, cutting your hair, leaving a bad relationship, changing mm. your major. All of those changes are very valid. And again, they are scary, but you will get through it and it will be okay. And you will come out better at the end. I feel like that was advice for everybody, not just seniors. (laughs) You will get through it. We got to have main character energy. Yes, bring it. (laughs) I love that. I love the good, the literary references. I feel like those are lifelong and you're probably going to get students like in 20 years reaching out to you like, remember when you said this about (laughs) static versus dynamic, round versus flat. You guys remember those character types, right? (laughs) Somebody's going to use that in like an interview one day and be like, well, my teacher, Mrs. Hudson used to say, (laughs) you know, it's going to happen. I'm here for it. I'm ready for it it. Um, Well, that's awesome. That's really good. Really good advice. Change is hard, but it is, you know, it's coming, especially for those seniors. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're, they're ready. I mean, we were talking about this before the show. Students are like ready to submit applications right now. They're ready to move into college tomorrow if they had, if they could. Class of 2023, I feel like is so on it. I mean, I got requests for letters of recommendation and helps, you know, help for essays weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I feel like before the school year even started, which makes me so proud. (laughs) (laughs) They're ready. They're like, okay, well, we have this priority list of when we need to get things done. And, you know, they're, they're aiming pretty high, which is awesome. You know, yeah, let's, you know, elevate Kent County High School and and aim really high because you deserve it. 100%. Yeah. They deserve all of the opportunities. (laughs) We're just here dropping pep talks and (laughs) (laughs) just love you guys. It's so true. And you can tell, and and that's something, even though you're no longer, you know, a a former, a formal teacher, here you'll always be an educator well thank you that's um you know been the consistent vein and it is what I love so I hope that stays true for forever and ever educator in some capacity yeah well I'm I know I'm excited to bring a group of students to visit with you all in what is it now September almost the end of September in October November Mm -hmm. we said November November November. (laughs) and then we'll have our mock interviews in December and then we were kind of cooking up some special ideas for like STEM in the classroom or bringing engineers in that we've done in the past just to Again, give students those connections and network opportunities. Absolutely. I'm so happy I can continue to work with you. Thank you so much. I know. The moment that I found out your new job, I was like, let's talk. (laughs) (laughs) We have options and opportunities, and I think we can make this magical. Absolutely. (laughs) That's great. I know. I wonder, has Dan ever been on the show? We've got to get Dan on the show. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. You know, Dan loves to talk, so he would happily fill up your time. I say that with so much love. I know. (laughs) I know. He knows it. (laughs) I hope he's listening. If not, he's going to get this link. He's going to have to listen to this. We'll let him know all that good energy. Um, he does come into the classroom, so it's always yes. really valuable to have him meet with the students. He so. has such a great presence. Yeah, um, they all remember his stories too mm-hmm. when he talks about the interview process, and he has this. I won't. Sh- I won't steal his thunder and share the bit, <laughs> but he has this one. Um, particular interview that he talks about or maybe it happened a couple of times and every student remembers it like they talk mm-hmm. you're know, like remember when that one guy said I'm like, I mean that one guy and they don't remember who it was or where it was from but they remember the message there you go that's, that's all important. we need that's all we need so well awesome well any final words of wisdom or anything you're excited about with your new position before we sign off 
I'm just so excited to to make these new kinds of connections. Um, the right connection. Little Dixon plug there. Oh my it. goodness. Look at you already. Already uh, with the formal and the informal taglines and slogans. You're ready to go. 100%. There we go. Um, but no, really just excited to continue getting to work with our students and Kent County High School in, in a different and new capacity, but to continue those relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we are excited for the rest of season three. Like I had mentioned, we're, we're very excited. This was such a great first energy you know, session to have for season three, and we're, we're excited for our lineup of, of future guests and always welcome the opportunity to meet and talk with our community members. So if you just are itching to share your knowledge with our community, with our students, and you want to be on the show, you let us know. Let us know that you want to be on the College and Career Corner show, and we'll, we'll bring you in and get you connected to some students with some opportunities, some connections, and some networking. All right. Well, that is our show for today. So exciting to have season three started. And Thank I can't you so wait. much for having me. Thank you so much. And until we meet again, have a good rest of your day. You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Wharton.